Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Another episode in 4D Radio, episode 588, January 27th, 2020, and first month's almost over, 11 more to go. If we make it that far. (laughs) The doomsday clock did move up this week. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I, I, I still don't understand, like how that works because like it was at two minutes to midnight yeah. since like what was it 2017 now it's yeah. been moved up 30 seconds I don't, I don't know what the the factors are i thought the doomsday clock was another world war but i think it's just like to an extinction level event sort of thing sure sure so it's it's time I, for the so, extinction event yeah so like a war or you know a flood <laughs> I'm gonna build an ark. Yeah, I built it out of my popsicle sticks. One of my favorite stories is the Creationist Museum that had an ark flooded. (laughs) The Creationist Museum, which is in an ark, flooded. Great. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, on the show this week, it is me, it is Anthony, and Drew is coming. He said he was having breakfast at noon. I'm gonna call him out on it on the show. But apparently he's still eating breakfast, and we needed to get started. He's yeah. actually he's actually just stuffing his feelings because the his old Twitter account is. Yeah, he's only got eighty followers now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's 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 heartbroken. Yeah, his eighty followers can no longer hear his his live leak videos. <laughs> nah, giving him a hard time. Uh, anyway. Since he's not here, do you want to you want to kick us off with some video games? Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm still playing Kakarot, but I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I played another puzzle game, one of the one more like out of the bunch of like minimalist puzzle games that I bought. Um, it's called Spring Falls, and I I really really like this game. It's the idea is that you have like a patch of grass. It's all these like hexagon tiles and you have a patch of grass. And when water sits next to like a dirt tile, it makes it um, so you can like grass can spread to that. And the idea is that you're getting the grass all the way to where the flower is. And then the flower will pop up and that's the end of the level. But there's certain things you need. So to maintain grass on a tile there needs to be water touching it so the water 
has a fairly good physics system and you can lower tiles that are next to the water. So the idea is that you are trying to get water to move in a way to make the grass eventually spread all the way to the flower. And at first it's pretty simplistic. Like you have one pool of water, you lower a tile. Uh, it now um, makes all the other tiles around that water uh able to grow grass and then the level's over because the flower spreads. But later on they add one where you don't have water at the beginning and you're like, okay. And then it starts to rain. And now the, anything that's indented, like any tile that's down will catch water. So you're playing around with that. And then later on they add in waterfalls that will drown out tiles so the idea is that you have to lower them in such a way. It, it, it's really fascinating. I have to assume it's also one of those games that's been like ported to Steam from a mobile phone. It just it doesn't have a lot of controls that you need. Like it's all done with the mouse. Um, but it, it's really fascinating. It's really relaxing. Uh, it's not punishing at all. So if you fail, you just hit rewind and it goes back a move. Um, and then there's, of course, a restart level thing where if you don't want to click up like 20 times on the move back option. But um, it's a really neat puzzle game. And it's knowing how the physics of the water is going to work to like catch just even a little bit in a indent um, to make it so you can grow on tiles. So let me, um, let, me, let, me, let me understand this correctly. You're playing a game where you're watching grass grow? Sure. Sequel is a, is is watching paint dry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Hey, what's up? Hey, Drew's here. I'm I'm here and I'm sick as a dog. Are you, are you finished with breakfast at twelve noon? Well, when you're sick, anytime's breakfast. Breakfast all day. Yep. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> it's podcasting to Denny's. All right. That's like Yeah, fucking. <laughs> you have bad taste. You like Denny's? Oh, let's break well, it down. I guess I got bad taste. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I eat that shit. Um, as for Kakarot, I was wrong. Uh, it's not a planet. Goku goes to the afterlife, which looks like a planet. And that's where he learns uh, from Kenkai. Um, so it just happened. I felt, yeah, I felt he, like you just summoned Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dead. Yeah. So I um I didn't listen to last week's episode, so I need to make sure if you're correct or not on your Dragon Ball Z universe. What is Dragon Ball lore? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I feel like this game it, it doles out the parts of it a little too slow, um, because it makes more sense when you have more of the community boards in play. Um, which is where you place the characters and then they give you stat boosts. Um, the open world isn't really there unless you're in between the sagas, as they call it, um, or the episodes, I suppose, too, because it's broken up in episodes. And there isn't a lot to do in the open world. Like, I wish there was uh, more side quests. You do get to explore a little bit inside the chapters of the game, but it's... It's very minimal. It's just to collect the orbs, basically. There's sometimes a side quest or two. But there isn't enough to... I'd argue there's 
not enough to warrant this being an RPG at times. Um, because I would like to engage more with the, like, uh, leveling up. But a lot of that is locked behind stories, story beats, because in the show, certain moves aren't learned until later on. So you have to wait for that moment in game to unlock it. So you go down the tree and then you have to stop. And that could be four chapters from now. But like, it tells me like, oh, this move, it's unlocked in the Android saga. Well, that's great, but I'm far away from that still. So it's just, there's almost no point to having it be an RPG because they just kind of dole it out in small amounts. Um, all the special moves, I didn't realize this because, again, the tutorials aren't the best. The special moves are done by holding uh, one of the... Is it the left bumper? I believe it's the left bumper. Uh, it's that or the left trigger um, to switch into a different menu. There's also team-up attacks when you have someone else attacking in the uh, combat sections. Um, what else is there? Um... You don't play as Goku is the big thing that people have been saying on the internet recently. And you do, but you don't get to play in the free roam sections as Goku because most of the time, if Goku's not fighting, he's dead. And they revive him multiple times. Yeah, three times in the entire saga, I believe. Yeah. Um, But so in this open world stuff, what are you doing so in the open world, there are things to do like fishing, uh, tail fishing. Let's tail say. fishing. Yes, let's clarify that. Um, there's you collect like ingredients for meals, which you can cook at like bonfires, and there's also some training battles that allow you to unlock certain moves as well. But there isn't a lot of those. Uh, what else is there? You're collecting these orbs, and these orbs are in different colors, and you have to use those orbs to level up moves. And again, like that's only you can only do so much before you're just collecting orbs to stock them for later, I suppose. So is this MMO-ish? So you're seeing other people running around? No. No, it's a single-player RPG. Okay. You're just flying around like Iron Man, and, and it feels great. Don't get me wrong. The flying around in this game feels fantastic. Um, you can dive underwater. It's these big open areas. Um, but when there's not a lot to do in it, and it, like it's weird, I'm torn. This game is really good, but then when it decides that it wants to be more than just a fighting game, it's not as strong as I wish it was. Because when you're doing the side quests, they're neat, but there's like one side quest and then you're done. And then it's like, well, I can fly around and collect more orbs. I can buy ingredients, which is fine, but the thing you want to do with the ingredients is go to Goku's wife, Chi-Chi, because she can make you the meals, which give you permanent boosts as well. But you can only go to her at certain times. You don't have access to her all the time, so you can't... All, like, it's just... There's a very odd mix of game here. It's almost mm. kind of like Final Fantasy fifteen at times, where it's like, I see what you're trying to do, but then Final Fantasy 15 went really linear. This game is mostly linear, and then it goes into this big open world section, and then it's not 
the same game. Like it doesn't feel as good to play. Like I almost don't need the break in between the sagas. Like it's almost yeah. pointless. It sounds like they could have probably made a pretty good game if they stuck to like the Mortal Kombat formula. The, this see the fighting in this game plays like the 3D fighters and it feels really satisfying and you can get into like random ish battles the, the enemies are kind of floating on the um world Where map, are they but, though who are you fighting uh just robots on um, when you're on earth super fighting robots tyson but <laughs> the like the, the battles are really awesome because you, you you actually fight them in the open world sort of still like it, it does go into like more of an arena style right. but you when you punch a guy and you do certain moves like they'll fly through the environment and like crash into the stuff that's there um like it's the fighting feels so satisfying too like blocking an attack like you're using the block option so you're taking a little bit less damage and then you hit the dodge button and jump in behind the guy and start just throwing punches and kick him to the ground and um landing a kamehameha um it, it feels satisfying because you don't always hit because it's just a straight beam and if the character dodges it you're still stuck finishing the move yeah um but it's just like every time it wants to be an RPG, I go, I'm really enjoying flying around. I just wish there was just a little bit more to do. Just a little bit. Like it just needs one or two extra missions to make it not feel like a giant waste of time. Because the fact that there's only one mission in in a break section, like Are they optional? They're optional. Yeah. So you can just immediately go into the open world and just start the next fighting mission? I mean, yes, you, you do have to fly around inside um, the like when you go into the next saga, uh, there will be moments where I just fly around in between fights because they'll ask you to go somewhere and you can just deviate temporarily. And there are sometimes side quests in those areas, which are the same areas you get to explore in the free roam section as well. But it's just it feels unnecessary because again, all those orbs I'm collecting is for stuff that is unlocked at a certain time frame in the game. So I can just stock up on that and then wait. It it feels really weird because I feel like this game is really something like on the verge of great. And right now it's just, it's good. And it's weird because one part is fantastic in my opinion. The other part's just missing the mark. So it's a lot of fun. I love the fact that I'm going through the Dragon Ball Z story. I mean, it's just the Dragon Ball Z story. There's a couple of side parts where it's like, oh, that's a character from Dragon Ball. So um, they don't they don't go into Super? No. <sighs> not that I know of. Not yet, anyways. Um, okay. That'd be much further on any uh, as well. Um, oh, yeah. I did laugh um, when Yamcha died uh, because of his death pose, which was recreated perfectly in 3D. <laughs> Where he's kind of laying flat on the ground. Yes, with his arms on his side, he's almost in a fetal position. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's... Uh, Poor Yamcha. He used to be a badass. I mean, in Super, they have him catch a, a baseball, and then he lands in the same pose. Um, it, 
it just it does. It feels like there's just something off with the RPG portion of this game, which is what separates this from the other, you know, um, 3D fighting Dragon Ball Z fighting games. Like, if you want a f- straight up fighting game, I would not suggest this, even if you're playing by yourself, because Dra- uh, Fighter Z exists. So why would you pick this? Plus, Fighter Z has way more characters to play as. Um, yeah. But, you know, I like the fact that I'm playing as Piccolo or a young Gohan, and then I'm finishing the part, like the first saga as Goku um, fighting Vegeta. Like, it's just neat. Um, but, I mean, I'm also a somewhat fan of the series. So, it, it, it's, it's weird because, like, I just, I, as I got more accompanied with the game, I was like, well, I don't want to do, do as much of the flying around stuff, even though it feels amazing. Um, because it feels unnecessary. It's just that weird meta portion of the game where it's like, outside of this being a video game, why am I doing this? Which is not something I feel too often. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they could have just left out all that stuff and just did Mortal Kombat, you know, do a story beat, show some cutscenes. Yeah. And do the story of Dragon Ball. uh, Well, you were in here last week, but I, I was saying like one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games is Legacy of Goku 2 which goes through the Android Cell Saga, right? And that game plays really well, and it does have the sort of exploration segments, um, but it does cut out a lot of the stuff you'd find in a Zelda game for the fighting. That's where that game excels, so that's where they put most of their time in. And I wish it was just a little bit more of that, because as much as flying around and, and feeling like Iron Man is fantastic the collecting of orbs feels pointless when I can't use them. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's that like, maybe if these uh, moves unlocked, maybe if I could break the game in the story to some extent, I'd feel better about it, but it is what it is. And that's it for me. Okay. I know you're, you're zoning out. Don't worry. I, I'm I, sure I, I almost, I almost sure took what, a nap. Yeah, well, you know, you know how it feels like when you talk about Overwatch. Uh, you know, it's 2020. It's clearly a slow start to the year when we're having Dragon Ball conversations back to back. Yeah. Ah, true. I played Overwatch. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about it. I, I, my wife is convinced that I'm tilted. <laughs> you want a little salt to go with it? Because, uh,. I'm losing so many of my matches. Um, not to talk too much about that game, but there's something big happening this week, and we don't know what it is. I mean, it's probably going to be one tank, three DPS, two healers. Well, I saw the PTR patch. Yeah. And they're basically trying to kill the oppressive characters. Um, apparently, they're trying to get people to play McCree, because goddamn... That's a buff. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus he's Christ. No scope with him now. And he's got 250 health. God I don't damn. get it. I don't get it. There was nothing wrong with McCree. No, he's good short and long range. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. And then they're, just, they're, they're killing the tanks. So if they really go with one tank, then you've messed up majorly. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't. I mean, there's going to be a dev diary this week, and he's going to talk about it. He swears up and down it's not Hero Bands, which is what everybody thought it was. I don't get it. Why? Why would you even do that? No, they're not going to do Hero Bands. <sighs> That's just what the community wants. They're like, oh, we want Hero Bands. I'm like, I no, I don't want Hero Bands. Yeah. That's stupid. <clears throat> so uh, we'll find out what it is this week. I mean, he swears up and down. That, I mean, he basically just admitted. I don't know if you read his forum post. No. But he basically just admitted that the game was getting stale and it wasn't fun. And they oh. hope that what they're doing this week is going to fix that. <laughs> I mean, of course, those PTR patches. I mean, I, I don't know. I would be very really. interested. I'd be very interested to see what happens to that game after those patches are live because Sigma and Orisa are so oppressive right now. Like, if you don't have one of those two yeah. in a game, <laughs> it sounds like it's a when you when you say, "Well, this is getting stale and not as much fun." That's like saying that about a car, a reliable car. So you take off a couple of uh, lug nuts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta spice it back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we live dangerously. <laughs> yeah. Will my will fall off? We'll find I don't know. out. I'll be interested to see what happens this week because um, I, I think I'm going to take a couple days break. I, I wanted to finish. The only reason I was I was powering through it was that I was trying to get the the Winston skin. Yeah, I already got that, so I'm not yeah. worried about it. Yeah, it took me forever because I was just losing every. It didn't matter what I played; I was just losing constantly. So I got the skin, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a two day break. So. <laughs> I'll I'll kick it back up next. You start itching. Well, I was I was itching last night because. uh, uh, Well, I'll 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 let you finish up what you're playing. Okay. Well, I did play some Overwatch, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three. Yeah. How far are you? I'm to the point now where I'm looking for an ugly baby. (laughs) The ugly baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's that's towards the end. I think that's probably about 70-80% through the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for the ugly baby. Um have you started to see so like there's a final run when you go back to Caramoran. I have not been to Caramoran yet. Okay. So that'll be kind of the hey, this this is it, man. You're preparing cuz obviously you're preparing for the war, you're prepare, you're preparing for the hunt. Mhm. And you know it's coming. You've seen it quite a few times at this point, I'm sure. Yes. But that's kind of the... And it's long. Like, once you get into that in-game run, it's long. I'm sure it is. Like, I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this game before the next recording. Yeah, no, and then... Yeah, I'm playing Which, by it. By the way, anybody who's listening, the next recording will happen on, a, on Friday of next week. So we're not going to have an episode this Friday. It'll probably go sometime next week, probably Tuesday. Yeah, whenever, I think Wombat Ken decides to put it on. Yeah, I think Wombat told me I was <clears throat> two thirds of the way through Blood and Wine. That's the point where I'm at, and I yeah. tried to play that this week, and <sighs> I'm not going to spoil Blood and Wine, but the things you got to fight in that—they're fucking hard. What level are you? 46 I want 46 or 47 I'm only level 21 and I'm close to the end of this game you don't level up very fast well see the thing is it's like I don't understand it because ever since I've got to Skellige everything that I complete gives me like five experience points yeah it's like oh you're over leveled for this I'm like well I did everything you told me to do 
Yeah, it's the leveling slows down heavily between 20 and 30. Um, and then when you start Heart to Stone and Blood and Wine, you start leveling a little faster. But I think you need to be level 30 before you start Heart to Stone. That's like 32, I think. Yeah, because they let you pick, they let you have a character if you want it. Well, I kind of want to bring my own character over. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. I'm going to be real honest, I've kind of lost track of the mutagen like upgrades. I'll, I'll like So many of them are so there. useless to the way I play. Yeah. And I just have everything attack. Like, you know, my fast attack is, is the stuff that I put points into. Yeah, here's the funny thing. In Blood and Wine, you open up a new mutagen tree. Oh, good. If you do the mission. You don't have to do the mission, but when, when fucking Geralt is like, this might be beneficial to me, I was like, I'm going to go do this. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, so my question is, I'm going to go, all right, well, I mean, I don't want to go into spoilers or anything like that, but I'm going into this quest looking for the ugly baby. That's only because I helped the Baron get that baby back. What if I didn't help him get that baby back? You get your baby back, baby, baby. Drew, don't be yeah. ashamed. I'm just saying, like, I, I <laughs> the, the Bloody Baron quest is not part of the main story. That's a side That's quest. Crazy, isn't it? So, and I did that like 30 hours earlier. Yeah, it's one of the first things you do in that game. But if you can you choose it. you can choose not to help the Bloody Baron and like not give him that baby. Now no, I'm going to now I'm going to go see the Baron to talk to that baby or whatever. Oh yeah. So if I didn't do that, what see, would I, I think, be doing now? I I don't know because I think everybody did that fucking quest. Yeah. I've never talked to anybody that played that game that did not do that quest. Yeah, I, I, that's that's crazy to me. I don't know. I mean, pfft. those guys are pretty good at what at their quest design. So no kidding. But anyway, yeah, playing Witcher Three, and uh, the other game that I'm playing uh, is uh, Monster Hunter World. Doing, oh yeah, that's that's out on PC. Yep, doing Iceborne on PC. I have to say, that's how you do a DLC, guys. Holy well, I mean, God. I would hope so. It's forty bucks, dude. Like, it's a whole other game. I'm not even through the main story part of it yet, and I've put probably twenty hours into it. Like, they, they add so much stuff in there, and it's so good. They've done like so now. Like, there was very few. Uh, like, um, armor sets that gave you like a special ability if you had like three pieces of this kind of set or something like that in the main game. Practically every armor set in Iceborne has like a special ability if you have a certain amount equipped. It's like they they just open up so many different builds, and it's just so addicting to get all this stuff. They added so much stuff to that game. It was already a great game. I wish I had liked that game. Ken, the best thing I could tell you to do is if you ever wanted to get into Monster Hunter World, it's best to just try and plow through that story as fast as possible to get to the point where you can play with your friends whenever. It, it's annoying, and they do it in Iceborne too, where you, you know, if this is the first time you've ever fought this monster, you have to do it by yourself until you get the cutscene or whatever. 
and it's annoying. So stupid. I know, I know. I don't know why they did it that way, and I hope for the next Monster Hunter that they don't do it that way. But I mean, would it really be a Monster Hunter game without some kind of caveat of of making it a pain in the ass? The the past, like the ones on the 3ds, weren't that bad. I I don't know. Me and Jake could party up constantly. It was easy. But I don't know. Like, it, it, I just I, there's just something about the game that I can't get into. I don't know if it's the loop. I don't know if it's the the combat. It's just I don't know. God, Iceborne does such a good job, though. They add so many things to like taking down a monster, like the the clutch claw. You have you you now have like this claw that reaches out and grabs the monster and pulls you to it, and you can either attack it. And what you do is if you attack a part of its body, so you grab a hold of the monster, and you can kind of climb wherever you want to on it. So let's say uh, its its lower legs is not a weak point of the monster. You can attack it, and you will tenderize that leg, and now <laughs> it's a critical hit if you hit it now. You can tenderize it, put some fucking spice on it. Yeah. and Or when you clutch claw, you can go to its head. And you can shoot your slinger ammo, all of your slinger ammo into its head, and it will make it go forward. Like you shoot it and, and kind of rocket it somewhere. And you can rocket it into a freaking wall, and it automatically knocks them down. Like I, there's I, so many things to take out a monster in that game. Yeah, I've never criticized that game as far as it not being well constructed. It's just something about it I can't get into. I don't know what it is. What kind of weapon did you use? I can't remember. It's been so long since I played it. I think I played the the, the switch axe, and then, and then I think I tried um, was it the the dual blades or whatever? Yeah, dual blades. Yeah, I tried a couple different ones. I even went into the training ground and and played around with all the different weapons, and I just I don't know. Just something about that game did not click with me. You're not alone there, Ken. <clears throat> yeah, I, I know. There's a lot of people that don't get into it, but. I want. It's one of the. It's like Dark Souls and and Bloodborne. It's like something I want to play. I just can't get. I can't get over hate, a hump. I hate that. I wish I could get you into it. I wish I could get both of you guys into it because I absolutely love Monster Hunter. And yeah. Like normally, normally those kind of games aren't for me. I mean, this is basically boss rush the game. But it's fantastic, man. Like the world is like the best in that series by far. It made it so accessible to everybody. Yeah, it's it's that's like this. There's a lot of games like that, like, like the Outer Wilds. Everybody rants and raves about that game. I've tried it three times. I just I can't can't get into it. I downloaded that game and haven't started. There was somebody who sent me an email uh, a few weeks back asking me to review it, and I promise you, I will play it and talk about it on this podcast. But I will not. I, I can't review it because obviously it's past that time. Yeah, it's, but, it's been a long time since that game. It came out like September or something. Yeah, but I will play it and I will talk about it on the podcast. I promise. Whenever the I get way to people it. talk about that game makes me want to play it, and then every time I play it, I don't want to play it. I have True. no idea what it even is. Oh, then don't I, look it up. I've never seen footage of it. Good. I don't know anything about it. I, I, I want to play it as well. I've heard, unfortunately, a little bit more than I would like to have. Um. But probably, you know what, probably enough to sell me on it and then just a little bit more to make me go, I wish I hadn't heard that. Um, but if you end up having time, like a intermission or something that you know of ahead of time, then maybe then we plan around that for Phoenix Down. Yeah, that could be a good palate cleanser or something. Because it's not a, It's not like a 
massively long game anyway, from what I hear. No, I've heard it's... Well, the problem with that game is that it's... It's got a caveat, yes, but there is an end to it. Yes, I know that too. Okay. But I've heard that that caveat can really fuck you up sometimes. Absolutely, because it's it's specific. Yeah. So... And you guys are dancing around this pretty good. I, <laughs> I mean, everybody knows what it is at this point. I, I have not met somebody who didn't know the caveat. You were talking to me because I have do not. know I mean, I'm not going to say it if you don't want to hear it. But it's, I don't want to hear it. I want to. I want to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I've literally heard every single person who's played that game say yeah, that caveat because they don't consider it a spoiler. Yeah, is it obvious? It, not within right the away. first within the first half hour, it is. Yes. Okay. Which is not is, very is, long. Is there like a time game? limit to it or something? You said you didn't want to know, Drew, so I'm not going to tell you. Okay, well, you guys keep dancing around it. Well, that's because you didn't want to know it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll stop talking about it. But I promise you I will play it sometime. I don't know when, but... We'll have a, we'll have a very similar discussion in our uh, tweets, I am sure. Okay. Oh, he's been looking at them, apparently. It, no, well, if I follow someone and they tweet at the show, it, they both pop up because I follow both the show account and the person. So. Got gotcha. you. All right. Uh, anything else? Not really. I, I've got I got a uh, fifty dollar gift card for Nintendo, and I haven't oh. used it yet, and I don't know what to get. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, that's what I've been th- floating around is Luigi's Mansion. That game. Is so- I I haven't played Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I still might tell you Luigi's. I really yeah. like Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. Okay, it's really I, good. I'm mean, gonna be honest with you. I didn't. I played very little of Odyssey, and I wasn't like, "Wow, this is what I need to buy." I beat. I beat Odyssey, but it is very much a. And I think I got a lot of shit for this at the time because when I reviewed it, I only gave it like an eight. Um. It's a very kind of by the numbers Mario platformer. It does a couple neat things. But that sounds like my jam, though. Like, it, it's not it's, I'm not telling you it's not Mario. good. It's very good. It's just I don't know if I like the idea that you just get stars for doing things. I mean, it's moons, but you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, just, you get like, like you can you can literally you collect like fifty. Yeah, you can literally star, collect like twenty like, moons what? before you even turn them in. Like you get yeah. moons for everything. They're like yeah. you hit, you jumped. Here's a moon, and I was like, yeah. "All right, th- th- this is a little much." It's it's essentially what what would you call like the participation trophies? Like the the moons they are don't really literal participation trophies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't feel deep. they don't feel as like. They and, don't feel as like satisfying as when you got a star in Mario sixty four. My my issue with that is is that even when I get one that's harder, it doesn't feel like, like I didn't get the something. same satisfaction because I'm yeah, like, because well, you just done something easier to get one. You're getting something for doing this amazing platforming section that you got for just butt stomping this this part of the level. <laughs> it's but I mean the stuff in it is good. I like the fact that every world is different. Okay. But I would still, like, I think, quite I think literally, they bought mansion. different assets and threw them together. Is what it feels like. Yeah, I think the dinosaurs Luigi's still stand out. Luigi's Mansion is still so good. It's uh, so fucking good. I may, I may pick up Luigi's Mansion. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, what I need to do is actually finish like Link's Awakening, or yeah. I don't know, Breath of the Wild, Breath yeah. of the Wild, or you know, anything. I'm working on The Witcher, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying to slowly beat the games that I own. Yeah. 
The Witcher's a good one. The Witcher's a great one. And we're going to do the DLCs, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I will finish Blood and Wine. And then we're moving on to Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a game. That's a video game. That's one I'll be at least sending you messages on. Okay. I have not played that either. I I have put maybe 30 minutes into that game. That's more have you guys than been I spoiled? Have. No. I know the ending. Okay. I have no idea. It's I'm, it's good. The story I, is the best thing about that game. Oh, really? Because I was more interested in the combat, to be honest with you. I mean, the combat's fun. Uh, it's It's got, like, Monster Hunter Light. Yeah. Where you can set traps for the monsters and stuff. I mean, it's neat. But where that story goes is super interesting. Okay. I only know, like, the beginning, the end, and nothing in between. So I'm sure there's stuff in there that'll make that m- more interesting. Sure, sure. Did they ever leave that open for like a sequel? Yeah, kind of. Kind of? Okay. Kind of. I think they are making one, but they... I was about to say, do you good. think we'll ever see a Horizon Zero Dawn? Uh, as well as I think so. One Dawn, maybe? Guarantee it. Okay. Gotcha. Anything else? Uh, not not really. That's it. Um, Back to what we were talking about with Overwatch. Yeah, I, I like had the itch. And I needed to find a game to play. So I booted up a bunch of stuff that I had started but never really got into so I, I i went back to a plague tale um immediately got frustrated when i had like the like because it's a, the beginning of it's like a stealth game no thank you and it eventually was like you know you get seen game over and i got frustrated and it was just it was just a combination of i'm being frustrated at the game i love i haven't been able to get into a game for a little while so i dropped that when i picked up black sad and tried to play that again and i'm like god he controls like ass well, I mean, it controls like a, an adventure game, which controls yeah. like ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can't deal with this right now. So then, I reinstalled Wolfenstein Youngblood, and I'm having a goddamn ball with that game. I listen to you making fun of me because of my. Uh, oh no, I was giving you a hard time because everybody was like, oh, "I don't like this game," because I hadn't played it. You and played I with would... me. We played like what twenty minutes? No, we played like two hours of that game together, buddy. I think you're wrong because I didn't have any achievements. I don't think we played, Drew. Yes, I think we you played. did. I don't think we did. You don't remember whenever me and you got like like we went to the wrong area and got like murdered back and forth. I'd revive you, then you revive me. I really don't remember that. I remember it. Were you were you talking to Ken during this? Yes. Okay. Well, I was just making sure someone else wasn't playing on this. Account. I was just saying, I don't remember. I really don't remember because when I booted the game up, I had no achievements. And, my I think it's time we have the talk that maybe age is catching up to you. I mean, it, it may be. Which <laughs> this, is why the Overwatch. I mean, it's. I, which is why I depend on my stats in the game to to tell me when I don't I use the word depends. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, well, I will tell you this, Drew. If we did play, um. My progress playing with you didn't carry back over to my game. I I, I swear I know we did because I was I, level I was level one when I booted the game up. Did we do that whole thing of like uh, you know you get a free copy or whatever or, or you can play in my game? Didn't they have that? They have it if you have the deluxe edition. But I bought the game when it came out because I gave me the deluxe edition for review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Who the hell was it then? If it wasn't you, I know I played with somebody. If we played, it does not carry progress back over into my game because I was a level one when I booted it up. Like, I literally got through the tutorial and I got to the point where the, she vomited. 
after yeah. killing the first Nazi. Like yeah. that's where my save was. What the um, hell? I don't know. I I may not remember us playing, but if we did, it does not carry progress back over into my game, which would be really shitty for a co-op game. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but no, I picked that up and I played it. I leveled all the way up to like level eighteen. I played it so much yesterday. And I don't know if it's just because of what they've done, because I don't have any frame of comparison because I I either don't remember playing it or I didn't play a ton of it when it first launched. But like a lot of the problems people were complaining about with that game, I don't have. Like it clearly states where you can and cannot go. Um, I like the progression God, system. You fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not must... saying that it's not like it wasn't like that at launch. Hey, let me tell you something. Street Fighter Four, the, the the day before it released, worked just fine on PlayStation Four. Ken can attest to that. Oh, absolutely, it was fine. And then the day it released, that game was broken, died, and died. made me look like an idiot. You mean? You mean Street Fighter Five? No, no. Street Fighter Four Ultra. Street, was it Ultra Street Fighter Four for the yeah. PS4 when they re-released yeah. it? Oh, yeah, they re-released right. it on okay. PS4. And yeah. that, that thing ran like a friggin' dream the day before it came out. And then the day it came out, it was broken. It didn't work at all. And I gave it like a nine. Yeah. That was hilarious because everybody's like, oh, this game doesn't work, Drew. What are you talking about? It's like, dude, exactly. it worked yesterday. It's but, crazy yeah. how that stuff works. It's, it's why when like Metacritic it's why reaches, I wait. Yeah, Metacritic reaches out to us. They're like, hey, is your review going to be ready on Embargo? I'm like, nah, dog. I want to see what this game looks like on launch day. Yeah. Let's see, uh, I'm but going anyway. back to my Wolfenstein review. Yeah, I played a ton of that game yesterday, and I can't wait to play it again today. It's kind of given me something to play, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the loop. And the nice thing about playing it now is if I ever do get like tired or bored of it, I can just quit, you know? You gotta keep playing it. Um, but I'm I'm having a ball with it. It's fun. Um the upgrading of the weapons. Got me a nice uh nice powerful shot on my shotgun so I can just jib people right in the face. Um But no, I it it's one of those games where when I hear people talk when I heard people talk about it, it always made me chuckle because they're like Oh, this enemy is a higher level than me, and I can't kill him. It takes me out of the experience. I'm like, motherfucker, you're throwing tomahawks into Nazis' faces and screaming, you know, throwing up devil horns. Like, and the fact that that enemy is over leveled is what takes you out of that game. I mean, the giant robot dog at the beginning of the New Order was so realistic. You don't understand, Ken. I mean, there's robot dogs in in, in Young Blood. <laughs> Are they giant robot dogs? They're pretty big. All right, well then. And I'm just standing here like, are you are you kidding me? Like, it's so funny to hear people nitpick the things. Like, oh, this took me out of the game. I, I'm like, I feel like on. that's a bigger. I feel like I feel like I uh, understand that nitpick when it's something like The Division, where it's like a realistic setting. Even then, I'm like, it's a video game. I'm I not, understand that, but like, I'm not processing know, it as a 400 rounds into a guy, and he's still standing, and he's always yeah. wearing like a muscle shirt, you know. I mean, it's it's just like the arguments about like how they have to lore explain that Superman can get punched by the Joker and in Injustice and it works. It's just like I don't I don't need the lore explanation. I'm I'm playing a video game. It's fine. It's fine. 
I basically committed genocide yesterday in Wolfenstein. I killed like 300 people. It's fine. It is what it is. So I'm into that. I'm going to play some more of that. Um, I can finally talk about Journey to the Savage Planet. That is... That is this year's... Oh, that's a cool game in January. <laughs> okay. Um, it so is, it's the lost planet of its day. Exactly. It's that game that you didn't think about when you heard about it, and then you play it, and you're like, you know what? I kind of like this. This this is cool. Um, the best way I can describe it, and, and I know this is kind of doing it a disservice, but if you can imagine No Man's Sky. Oh, God. But it's a linear progression of where you need to go, what you need to do. Everything is marked for you. Here's how you get from point A to point B. Um, it's got some Metroidvania a little bit in it where you get items that you can craft with the resources that you pick up and they allow you to further progress. Like the first one, you get a jetpack, which gives you a double jump. Um, then you get a grappling hook. Uh, then you can uh, get these new Abilities to carry like bombs, uh, so it's got a little bit of that in there. Uh, you can scan everything, and and that's part of your progress is as you go through the world and you document everything that you're doing. Um, there's not a ton of combat, which is good because the combat is just okay. Um, I have run into one or two boss fights. They were they were neat. They were pretty standard kind of boss fights. Learn the pattern, beat the boss. Um, but the thing that really sells this game for me is the comedy in it. So it's basically that you are working for this corporation and your job is to go to this planet and document it. Um, but you get these messages from like the professor back on back at the, the actual corporation and they're hilarious. But then every time also, when you come back to the ship, you got a chance to get in these commercials uh, that play in the ship. And these commercials are absolutely hilarious. They remind me of, um, like when South Park does a spoof commercial, sure. like Al- like Alabama Man. <laughs> so my favorite I, is still drink, 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 drink. You fucking this girl, <laughs> drink, yeah. drink some more. I'm not going to spoil the ones in this game, but I will tell you one of them. One of them is that you can take old meat from your house and create a meat baby. (laughs) (laughs) And the commercial actually shows this guy holding the meat baby and he's like, I love you, daddy. Is this like live action? Yes. Oh, God. God. (laughs) I was laughing. Like, Like, I was so excited every time to get back to the ship. I was like, is there a new commercial? There's new commercial. It sounds like an adult swim game. It's very much feels like an adult swim. And like all the enemies are goofy. Like most of the enemies are these like little puffer birds and they have these big giant eyeballs and they just pop around and they're stupid. And when you shoot them, they explode into like green goop. Um, and there's different versions of them. I mean, the game is just all kinds of wacky and goofy and like, so for an example, there's an enemy in the game that you have to attack from behind uh, because it's like a giant plant with an eye on it. And in order to kill it, you have to sneak up behind it. And then when you press the button to interact to kill it, he taps on its shoulder and it turns around and he pokes it in the eye with his finger. (laughs) I mean, this game is stupid, but I'm having a ball with it. It's got a real good kind of like progression to it. Um, When you die, when I died the first time, my dude comes like out of the little thing and he's like, what happened? And they're like, that's right, you can't die. 
And then you just have to go pick up your um, resources. Um, but no, I'm I'm really kind of shocked at how much I'm enjoying this game. It's just it's a lot of fun, and there's a lot of stuff you can dig into. Like you have a computer terminal at at the ship that you can um, kind of go through, and they send you emails. And actually, there's a, if you want an achievement, if you play the game, if you go into the trash can and look at the emails from the guy that previously did it before you, it'll give you an achievement called "Aren't You Nosy?" <laughs> Reading other people's emails. But no, it's 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 shockingly a, a really fun game that I was just not expecting to play. And like I said, it's the best thing I can call it is like a, a trimmed down version of No Man's Sky with a purpose. Like it's literally like, hey, go from this point and to this character. point to this. Yeah, there's a lot of character in this game, which I don't think No Man's Sky had or even has necessarily at this point. But even after they added NPCs, didn't. they didn't have real character yeah, like, to them. Whoops, this is a lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's kind of that. Um, I guess it is kind of a roguelike because if you die, you got to do a corpse run or whatever. But it's never hard because as you go through the game, you unlock these like portals that you can just teleport to. And usually wherever you die, you can teleport relatively close and just go pick it up. So it's not a huge deal. But no, I'm I'm enjoying that game quite a bit. Um, I also played 1980X, which I think if you grew up during the arcade era, you should play that game. Um, it is basically, it feels almost like a documentary about somebody who played arcade games back in the day. It's got real long, like, like the cutscene was so long that like my switch started to fall asleep <laughs> while I was watching it. Um, from what I hear, it's only about 90 minutes long. And essentially what it is, is it's a, um, it's a journey through every kind of game you would have played in the arcade. So the game starts off with like a Streets of Rage uh, level. The second level is like a um, a Gradius horizontal shooter. Um, and then there's also a driving segment. There's like a, a side-scrolling action game like a Shinobi. Um, and the pixel art in this game is just incredible. The music is is really well done. Um, the character is fully voiced. Like she basically just talks to herself explaining, you know, like, Hey, I walked through this town and I discovered this arcade where all the, the cool nerdy people hung out. And like, it's just, it's a really interesting game. And I think it's, it's one of those things where if you grew up, you know, back in the mid eighties in the arcade scene, it'll, it'll really kind of hit you. You can definitely tell whoever made it grew up in that era. And I think it's really cool. Uh, the games play good too. Like it's not like they're garbage games. So, but no, that's uh, that's a lot of what I played this week. Some good stuff. Cool. <sighs> you want to talk about what's coming out this week? Sure. That's a lot. A lot oh, of shit coming out. I mean, it's there's no big game this week, but uh, you can tell that when I start off with saying that buildings have feelings too. Okay. <laughs> That's the first game on the list. Uh Journey to the Savage Planet, which we talked about. Uh Kentucky Route Zero TV edition. That game is finally done. I guess it's taken seven years to finish that game. Yep. Well it's out this week and it's finished. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh Milo's Quest. 
Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, Pro Deer Hunting, uh, Shadow the Ronin, Vigilante Ranger, Load Runner Legacy, Music Racer, Sisters Royale, Top Run, Ark of Alchemist, Autobahn Police Simulator 2, <laughs> Bookbound Brigade, Code Shifter. I told you there was a lot. It's just nothing you've ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, Coffee Talk. It came from outer space and ate our brains. Okay. Mad Age and this guy. That sounds like an 80s sitcom. It's like, Mad Age and this guy. Uh, the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 3. Uh, I'm assuming that's just now coming to PS4. Mm, that's weird. That's been but out on like Xbox. Three years. Yeah, and PC. It's forever. Uh, throw Anything. Quiden Azuma Manor Story. That's some Japanese fucking visual novel shit if I ever heard it. Uh, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 3. They made three of those, huh? Uh, apparently. Okay. Oh, 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 Ascension. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a little O, big O, little O, colon, Ascension. That's what it says. Uh, Saboteur, with an exclamation point at the end. The Inner Friend, uh, The Missing, J.J. Macfield, and The Island of Memories. I'm assuming that's a physical version of that game. Yep. And Willie Jetman, Astro Monkey's Revenge. Okay. Uh, seeing if there's anything on Xbox that's exclusive. There's a game called Hyperdot. But everything else is pretty much the same. Anything for the Switch that we didn't see somewhere else? Switch, switch, switch. Motorcycle Mechanic Simulator. <laughs> Super Tennis. Huh? Super Tennis is already on the Super Nintendo, whatever. Uh, actual Sunlight. Uh, Super Smash Brothers character Byleth. We talked about that last week. Everybody mad about it. Everybody mad. Uh, also, the Joker is out this week for Mortal Kombat 11. There's that. Uh, horse Farm. Fuck off, Anthony. <laughs> Why'd wow. you say Anthony? Horse Farm. Nah, he sent me a fucking gif. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a second. They're like fucking scanners over there. <laughs> um, you mentioned deer hunting, and I sent him a gif of a deer being shot. You know they're making a live-action version of Bambi? <laughs> I forgot about that. The great time. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope it looks like what I sent Drew. Mm. Somehow I don't think it will. No. Whatever you send him is probably bad. Like I said, it looked like something from Scanners. Yeah. So. Uh, we've got Prison Princess. God, I don't even want to think about that one. I, I don't even want like that on my, like, you know, like you get like a receipt for buying a game. Like, I don't even want that on my receipt. No. Uh, Recknum. That sounds bad. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, um, not tonight. Colon take back control edition. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking simulator. In case you have a problem. Uh, have you skeleton... seen that game? No, if that's uh, what I'm thinking of. That is 
you are apparently an alien who is trying to look like a person, and you have to manually move the mouth to talk. That's pretty funny. It sounds almost it's like um, what was very that? Very similar surgeon simulator. Okay. Um, but instead of a hand, it's a mouth, and you're moving the tongue. It reminds me type games. It reminds me of back on the 360 when we had the the um, what was that thing called Xbox Live Indie Games? Yeah. Uh, Some of the dumbest shit you'd play on there. Like I think we did a video of one called Try Not to Fart. And it was a game where you were on a date and you were trying yep. not to fart. Oh yes, I remember. Yep. It's it's uh, it's not as good as uh, I want to say. It's by the people that did Rogue Legacy. The one of their earlier games was uh, Don't Shit Your Pants. Don't shit your pants. Yeah, I remember that one. What was, uh, what was the most popular games on the, the Xbox Live Indie games? Wasn't it like Baby I made a Maker? game with zombies in it? No, what was it? Baby Maker. They made like five of them. Oh God! Yeah, like it was called. I think it was called Baby Maker. Uh, I gotta look this up now. That's what the internet's for, right? I guess. Xbox Live Indie Games, Baby Maker, Baby Maker Extreme. That's what it's called. There's like three of them, four of them. I don't know. Wasn't Techno Kitty the adventure like the biggest one though? That was one of the big ones. <clears throat> what What do you do in Baby Maker? <clears throat> well, uh, Anthony, when a man and a woman love each other, I'm glad you asked. You, you, you joke, but is that what you're doing? I'm pretty sure that's what you do. Okay. I'm gonna play some fucking very white music and do some drinks. It's a slow news week, ladies and gentlemen. I don't Obviously. know. EB Games Canada was really fucking up hard. Street Fighter, Street Fighter Five coming to Switch. Oh no! I, that, so they do that, and then they put out another tweet that's like, "Hey, don't forget to pick up your copy of Bayonetta and Vanquish." And it's a picture of Mega Man uh, Z, ZX Collection or Zero Collection or whatever. I mean, it's the same game. Oh fuck. Um. We did get a Peggy rating, though, for the Mortal Kombat collection online. Which, if you remember, that was actually a remake of 1, 2, and 3 that was canceled about two years ago. Mm. And now it's been rated by Peggy. So, maybe we're going to get it? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, new games on Game Pass this week. Uh, Plague Tale uh, Gree coming for PC. Um, There's also a fishing simulator game. But there was something else too, and I can't remember. Let me click into the story. Hopefully the video doesn't. And there it's playing. Cool. Luckily, I don't think I can hear it on the recording. Sea Salt uh, Indivisible was another one. Yeah. Was added. I downloaded that. I haven't started it yet. And it's Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Okay. So, those are the new games on Game Pass this week. Uh, Devolver Digital tweeted out the other day, and they never followed up on this, but they basically just said, Hotline Miami Collection for Xbox? Question mark. So maybe that series is finally coming to Xbox? I don't know. Uh, we talked about the Overwatch stuff earlier, but um, 
I guess Reaper was also nerfed in that patch. Lost his life steal down to thirty percent. Fortnite Chapter Two Season Two has been delayed, but is coming. Be ready. <clears throat> it's like I say, it's a slow news week, man. It is a slow news week. The biggest story that I'm looking at is the Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2. And Obi-Wan being delayed. Yes, I'm on a video game site. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, it's a slow time. Um, I mean, we'll probably get some news soon. We got some new consoles coming out this year. A lot of game rumors floating around. Speaking of which, let's go to Twitter because Outlook said there was no emails. Outlook didn't want to give me no emails. Hmm. Real Shogun Beat says, ooh, the back of the Xbox. Dad ass, though. Slow news week. <laughs> yep. It's definitely a slow news week. Mark says, I'm really struggling with Death Stranding. Every time I play it, it's like a chore, and I feel like quitting it. So weird that for a game I don't enjoy playing, I feel like I have to. I don't know. So, so there's two. There's two parts to this. One, if you're not enjoying it and you bought it physically, trade it in while it still has the most value possible. You know, because um, I can't guarantee you're going to enjoy it at the end either. Because I don't know where you are. And it's 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 a game that can be hard to keep going back to if you're not enjoying it. Yeah, I because it doesn't change a lot. This is no, and this is the this is one of those games where I feel like, unlike say like um, the Outer Wilds, God, I hate that the fact that two games came out with such close names. Um, I feel like this is the game where you might need that push, but then it's like, if I say too much, I spoil it. There's a point in that game where they will ask you to basically go all the, the, like as far as possible to the West. And as soon as they ask you to go there, that's where that game picks up to the point where I could not put it down. Yeah, but it's a long road to get there. And that's the problem. So there is a point where you have to go into a mountainous area. And oh, that, that, that is part, the longest. It felt so long. The only reason why I shortened it was because I knew I didn't want to travel back through it. So I did a bunch of um, zip lines that brought me straight back to where I need, like, straight back to where I need to be to end that segment. Because they make you go in a whole loop, and it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's that that part of the game. It yeah. gets real good at the end of it. But that, the... Is the, that is by far the... my second least favorite par- portion of that game, and that's just because that's where the actual gameplay becomes on the verge of not not enjoyable at all for me. You have to have so many things on you in order yeah. for that to be... You have to have the heater, you have to have the boots, you have to have the... It's just... Yeah. 
I <clears throat> the only other portion was and I where they take away the something from you and you're like okay you can't use this and you're like really no like, yep yeah you gotta walk it yeah gotta hoof it <clears throat> yep and I was like Excuse that sucks where they're just like yeah keep doing what you're doing and I'm like I'd rather not now I'd rather just wait for you to you know allow me to use all my stuff again. I don't know. If you've played that game for five to ten hours and you just absolutely despise it, maybe you should just YouTube the videos. Yeah, I mean, that's the other option. I just... Because the gameplay doesn't really change until the last act, and even then it's not surprisingly different. It's just a different thing. I mean, it also depends on how you play it. If you you choose not to get into combat when you start getting more well-armed... Then, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even want to get into combat. I was just like, I just want to get my shit done. Well, I used, I started just getting into combat because I'm like, hey, I, whatever. I need I something to through. do. <laughs> well, it was just more of like, I'm so well armed at this point that, <clears throat> like, walking through the BTs, I was like, I don't give a shit. Where it, yeah. you can't possibly stop me from walking. I'm too strong and too well armed for this. So I would just fly through that. Because yeah. I was like, well, instead of sneaking my way around, but then eventually I just realized, like, oh, I can just take a motorcycle and drive through this section as fast as possible, too, and avoid you. But, I mean, it, it, that that game, there's a meta that people don't talk about, because, like, um, a lot of people will say, like, well, it's well, you, you know, get to use the stuff from other people, and I just stopped. For the most part, I didn't use other people's creations, because I just found it easier to, as soon as I could build... Um, What's it called? Uh, the zip lines. That's how I did most of the game. Uh, <laughs> you know should... what? <laughs> Screw it. Fly wanna, right over wanna... all the bad guys. All right. So I played that game before launch. Oh god. Servers were having a bad time. I would find zip lines that didn't have anything attached to them. God, that still happens in that. Yeah. Even with, uh, even with the game attached, like or uh, to the network, it's just like what? What? Why did you build this here? We are literally in a valley, <laughs> and it doesn't. And it doesn't tell around. you. It doesn't tell you that it doesn't have anything attached to it until you like grab onto it. So yeah. you have to go through the uh, animation of grabbing onto it, and uh, then it's like this isn't attached to anything. And I'm like, you couldn't have put a big like red X over the thing or something. Then there was one that I grabbed onto that took me and like you had to do it in, like you had to get off of the zipline in such a way where it didn't drop you off the side of the cliff. I'm like, why would you put this here? Anywhere else. You could have put this anywhere else. I was like, all right, well. Like those people that put uh, symmetric teleporters off the side of the map. Just. I would would dismantle structures times. Just because, like, like, fuck you. Half your team killed themselves because they fell off the edge of the map. 400 400 mailboxes. No one's using mailboxes. Oh yeah, it's um that game didn't have good legs, like sales wise. Um I, I'm glad you know, it exists. It's, it, it's a weird game. It's, it's a it's, game I want I, I I just there's there's certain portions of that game I wanna talk about, but I know I yeah, know what what is in and it's not even it's not even story moments. It's just 
there there's design options in the latter portion of that game that are so unique and such a and and I know that I, I I usually hate when this term it's such a Kojima ish thing to do where I go yeah that is something that for some reason other people just don't seem to try like as much as I give him shit like for all of his craziness it does produce moments like this where I go that's fantastic and then like, we get the, and then we get the double credits where you can't well the double credits didn't bother me in this game as much. Because but you can't do anything. That was annoying. But you, just, there was... you think you can do something, but you can't. But oh, I, don't don't push me to the point of just saying the one thing that I want to say that again doesn't have anything to do with the plot. It has zero to do with the plot. But I just don't want to spoil it because it's like that moment might be might have the same effect on someone else. Let's not spoil it because I have not played any of that game. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, Drew. That game is, the, is, game. is 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 equal parts. Either. That game is equal parts. Like holy shit, they did that, and then holy shit, they fucking did that. <laughs> I don't know if I used a truck ever, other than finding one out in the. I used it to bring. Well, because like the things that you use to construct roads are so heavy. I would load them into a truck and take them to the road builder. Yeah. That's the only time I use the truck. It, it just, there's a lot in that game I just didn't engage with at all. And, and I, maybe that's... other people did, but it's just, it felt like there's that video going around of the guy that was playing uh, Breath of the Wild and you, him fighting a Lionel. And it was just like, wow, that is insane. Like, he's using all the same stuff, but in such a unique way that, like, he was almost playing a different game. And then, Death Stranding, I was looking at stuff and going, I don't know who would use this at all. I think the funniest thing that I still hear is people call the likes currency. It doesn't do anything! It doesn't do anything. That's not currency. No, like... It it literally does nothing. It it does nothing. So that's not a currency. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, maybe these are people that use Bitcoin, because that does nothing either. Um... It, it does. It just there are there are those weird moments, and I, I I can't tell anyone to push on with this game at all. Like if you were having that same feeling about something like near near Automata, I'd be like push through, put push through because that game builds upon itself exponentially, and this game does not. But there there's just there's moments this, at the end of that game that you need to that see. you go. Fuck, that's good. Now that being said, I can't because I've you know there's been rumors that he might go and do a movie after this. I don't know the, how those moments would feel in a world where like because movies don't have the same sort of like you don't get a trailer for a movie two years out. You just don't anymore, right? Um, you don't have um. You don't wonder what the story of a movie is before going into it, because that's not how they sell you on movies generally. There are a few, but I mean, there's a reason why there are a few. Um, It doesn't push you like you don't sit, you know, 40 hours in a movie. To have like the payoff be, you know, a solid 20 or whatever at the end. Um, 
I think it was actually 40 altogether. So it would have been like, you know, it, it was at least like five hours towards the end of that game. It were some of the strongest storytelling I've played this generation, but it's just, you don't get that same ratio and you don't get certain moments that are built, you know, paying off two years ahead of time. Like the, happens in the first portion of the game but that trailer the first trailer that showed up it plays in the game like it's one for one like holy shit how far ahead of it so it was worthwhile watching that as someone that watched those trailers when they came out and went what the fuck is he doing well and then to see uh, that pay off was like okay god damn it another yeah. thing another thing that i think he will have a problem with making a movie is that death stranding spends a hell of a lot of time Beating you over the head with obvious information. Like when the yeah. character explains why they're named that, they spend a good Can 30 we... minutes explaining that fucking shit. And I'm like, dude, I get it. I get why you're called Dead Man. I get it. I got it yeah. 10 minutes ago. My name good. is Hartman. Now, there, there's. But like, even then, like, there are certain moments in this game where it was like, there's a cutscene that has to last. 30 minutes it has to to make the point and it's really really awesome but that's 30 minutes of a movie and that doesn't that doesn't fly um there's stuff that's done in this that can only be done in the medium but i can't again i can't tell you that the actual gameplay of this game is fantastic i enjoyed it but I'll admit that it was tedious at times. It's very so, tedious. Like, you know what? Yeah, Ken, you're right. If 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 you can't play it, Mark, uh if you're not finding it fun, watch watch cutscenes online and trade the game in. Yeah. If I you mean, can. If you can. It's, it's not. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think you've engaged with it enough to probably have enough of the same reaction as I did finishing it. It's hard to talk about without spoiling shit. Hold on. I'm, I'm just I'm so afraid to even try this game. Literally Drew play it for two hours. If it's not your thing, don't finish it. I did yeah. play it for two hours and I was oh. like I got to the point where uh I burned the president and uh I was I made it back after burning the president. I know like we were in the the the, the, the crematorium or whatever it's called. And the the invisible dude showed up and like, Oh God, you need to hurry, hurry and get out of there. I snuck around those guys, made it back to the base area. And then I stopped. And I would say it's about two hours in the game. Maybe. Well, you haven't even started like playing the actual game yet. I guess. I know. That's the thing is like, I'm just like, I, but like I, I did sit through like a 15 minute cutscene. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this right now. I like, I just well, like, that's the thing about this game. And, and I talked about it, you know, before it came out, it's like it starts off very heavy on story exposition, and then that just goes away for hours. Yeah, you don't get that again until a scene where a dead man comes back in, and that's where it starts to pick up. Yeah, it's it's weird how this game is front and back loaded with some of the longest cutscenes he's ever done, but the middle portions are strikingly absent. A lot of walking. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe Drew, I, I just don't... can't see you playing this based on time and patience. 
that's my thing. It's like I don't have time anymore. The, th- the problem is I have enough time to play three matches of Overwatch. That's about it. Well, that would be about two deliveries in Death Stranding. Three, three if you're if you pack in a smart way. Yeah, but you got to think about preparation. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, you're gonna have to spend the time preparing, so it's only two. <laughs> that game is something. I'm glad I've played it. I'm glad I finished it. I will probably never boot that game up again. I finished. Yeah, I finished it and I uninstalled it. I went. Do I want all the trophies? I went. No. And and and, and deleted it. And again, like I'm gonna tell you, like. It was really harsh on that game pre-release because I had no idea what it was. And then hearing more about it, I was like, this sounds stupid. And then it ended up being one of my favorite games of last year. But, man, like... And it's... And I think the what does it the least in my favorites is that, like, at least with other Kojima games, specifically, let's say, Metal Gear Solid 2, which has some flack thrown towards it because of Raiden, um... There's 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 stuff that you can talk about still, even though, you know, because at the beginning of that game, it starts off strong and keeps going. What am I going to talk about? Like, you, as soon as you're done the first heavy handed portion of the game, what do you do? You walk to another location. How do I sell anybody on that? Like, it's, it, you know? Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Two, I think, still holds up. I, I, it's my, it's probably outside of like the the gameplay in three is my favorite, and the story in two is my favorite. Yeah, I was, I was down on it, and then we did it for Phoenix Down. Now that I'm older, and like can understand a lot of things that he was talking about. It's crazy to think that that game was made when it was made. That game was was developed in two thousand. Yeah, and look at the look was, at the. The conversations he's having in that game. Talking about how dangerous the internet could be to the point where the Patriots need to change the internet and filter it so that it, the real information doesn't get to the main populace. <laughs> Guys, that's happening. <laughs> it's kind of scary when you think about that. Because if you go back to that time, which is, hold on, Drew, you ready to feel old? 19 years ago, 20 years ago. Look, I've already seen the whole meme of we're closer, we're as close to 2050 as we are to 1990. Oh, yes, 1990 and 2050 are the exact same distance apart from us right now. 2050. Yeah. Ah, I can't. I can't deal with it. All right, moving on. Uh, David says, finally going to try to play another game besides NBA 2K. 2K to me is like Overwatch to you guys. I buy new games and they just sit there while I play 2K over and over. Anyways, the new Star Wars game. First step, I installed it. Next will be to play. I can do this. I believe in you. I, I You can do it. I, I did it. I dropped off that game. That Saturday night, I wanted everything in my body to hit that Overwatch icon. I did not. Yeah. I did not. I hit 12 other icons before I finally settled in on something, but I never hit that Overwatch icon. That, that's that's the problem, is if I'm not playing Overwatch, I don't know what to play, and I'll play like 10 minutes or something and say, I don't want to get into this right now. 
Yeah, which is funny because if you boot up Overwatch <laughs> and let yourself get into it, you'll play it for like three hours. I can, yeah. That's the thing. <clears throat> I, I can't, you know. That's my wife's like, in, like you going to bed or, or are we just going to stay up all night? Uh, well, <laughs> be there in a second. You're like, I just, just want one more, one more match. One more match. One more match. Yeah, my wife had to to get rid of her Xbox because she just it's an addiction she can't do it yep just can't, can't do stop, it won't stop. it's it's horrible it's it's an awful feeling to sit there and know that and, and it's like I told her I was like you know it's just my comfort food yeah like I don't have to think I just boot it up I know what I'm doing yep. just play it sucks but you gotta do it man just if if it's that hard, delete NBA 2K. Yeah. Because I imagine that game is massive, so it would take a while to re-download it. So. But I could be playing The Witcher while it's re-downloading. And that's fine. You're playing something else. Yeah, but then I'll just put have The you, Witcher back right down. Has, Drew, have you ever reinstalled Puzzles and Dragons? No. All right. Oh, <clears throat> speaking of puzzle games, you want to you hear something cool? Go I saw it. I was sifting through the eShop yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, what's the name? Glass Masquerade 2 is on the upcoming games. Beast. I think it's out. Beating hard. I think it's out in February. On the Switch or? On the Switch. I don't know if it's coming to anything else, but I, I'm I, assuming. I want it on my it. Xbox. I want it on yeah, my I Xbox. do too. I want it on my Xbox. That's where I had the first one. But if it's coming to Switch on February, I bet it's probably coming to other stuff soon. Yay! It's got clowns in it. It's got that weird clown thing. Yeah, I want to play this game. I wonder if there's any achievements uh, to do the hard mode. Oh, I'll do the hard mode. I'm doing the hard mode. If there's an achievement for it, I'll do I believe, it. I, got... I believe. Hold on, let me <clears throat> check. Look, I'm going to assume look, look they're going to be similar. Yeah, I was going to say I'm just going to look at my copy on Steam where I have the achievements. I believe they're all. Uh... I don't think there's any when you play easy mode, I think, or standard mode. I think you have to play on hard to unlock. Oh, I know what I'm doing then. I'm playing some hard mode. That's the one game I put on hard. I'd I'd recommend it because it, I mean, unless you really want something kind of just to breeze through, it wasn't like horribly, horribly difficult, but it did definitely extend my time with the puzzles. I want to spend as much time with the Glass Masquerade as I can. God, we're weirdos. <laughs> that game is so good, and I don't know why. It reminds me of when we got obsessed with the Viking. You remember that game? Yeah, Battle for Asgard. Yeah. Yeah. I still think about that game sometimes. I'm like, man, that game was... There's still a great clip on our Justin, or not Justin TV, our Twitch t- channel of us like doing an execution. We stabbed this dude through his helmet into his head. <laughs> and me and my roommate were like both... Ah! Oh my god! I did a cool one. Like I, I, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was another game that I was trying to get back into. I did a cool one yesterday where she like killed him, and then she laid the spear down on the ground and let him fall on it. It was like a finishing move. I was like, that was so cool, dude. The Witcher Three has some crazy executions in it. Yeah, if you land them, they, it does. Holy crap! I mean, you cut a dude in half. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just like, come on. Okay. Uh, so no. Xbox Game Pass just tweeted February is going to be a really, 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 really good month. Prove it. I think they have, Drew. 
which yeah. makes me excited for well actually february is when yakuza is coming right it's a game pass yeah, yeah. all of the japanese stuff's coming to game pass all of the square stuff so all the final fantasy games yakuza one and two or zero one and two and then kingdom hearts um remix are all coming to game pass wow uh and i think a lot of that is in february okay so i, I looked up the so it's you get one for completing certain puzzles on any difficulty, but then the arms of the actual puzzle, like the pathways, you have to get the all the achievements. There are ones where it's like complete the first arm of the illusions map on high difficulty mode. Gotcha. Okay, so I you might as well just play it on hard. Yeah, yeah. I get the achievements. I'll get them a thousand. Also, it said when I logged in, it was like, uh, you have only uh, 38 of 39. I'm like, no, 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 no. I had all of them. Oh, complete free demo puzzle in Temptations DLC. Well, no. Yes, there's DLC I don't have. I is there free DLC? Because I remember there at least one for free. Okay. This is a $1.71, so I'm just going to buy the fuck out. I'll buy the DLC. Last Masquerade, if you're listening, developers. Send us some codes. We'll talk about that game for weeks. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no freaking kidding. Oh, and shit, there's there's a there's another there was another DLC for the first one that I don't have all of a sudden too. What the fuck? They had a I holiday never really one. that on console. Bastard. Yeah. Heritage puzzles back. Well, can grab that too? They're on uh, sale right now, Steam. Moving on in the Twitter, Dustin says, So I'm building a house and designing a dedicated gaming room. What are some things you would add to it besides the obvious things like top of the line TV, sound system, beverage, fridge, decor, etc.? Make sure you ha- you have your router set up there. Yeah, because if you try to run Wi-Fi in there, it'd be a mess. I'd suggest yep. getting like a uh, like a ten port hub or something, so you only got to run one cable in there. Um, I know. It, well, decor. I guess that's decor. But I was gonna say like a glass case with some cool stuff in it, but. Um, chargers. Like, I, I find it funny that a lot of people, like, rely on the standard way the controllers work and charge. That's how I, I do. I specifically go out and buy, like, standing chargers so that you can just set the controller on it and it charges when you're not using it. And you pick it up and it's fully charged. Mm, I guess. I don't know. I just leave mine. Just plug it I- in. Because a lot of these systems, I don't trust the USB ports to stay powered when my system's off. Like, it'll work sometimes. It's kind of like how the PS4 doesn't always update your games. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Updates my games. So, like, what was it? What was the game I booted up the other day and it was like, you need a patch. I'm like, my PS4's been in sleep mode for a week. You couldn't download this patch? Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's crap. Uh, so I, I have this standing charger that I have that also prevents from overcharging. Cause I know that's kind of a thing with like rechargeable batteries. Um, but when it realizes that it's a hundred percent charged, it just stops charging. Yeah. So those are nice. You can get those for like 20, 30 bucks on Amazon. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything else that you would definitely need. As long as you got your internet connection and it's solid in that room. You got a fridge, you got decor, you got speakers, you got TV, some good chairs. Gotta have some good chairs. Yeah, I would get a good chair. Some theater chairs, man. That's what I bought for my office was one of the theater chairs. The fucking, you plug it in and you can 
kick the footrest up. I got a couch with an ottoman. <sighs> you're so you're so old school. Mm-hmm. My my chair has so my chair has the the, the mechanical footrest that I can press the button puts footrest up. It's got cup holders on both sides. It's got compartments on both arms, and the headrest moves forward as well. All mechanical. I spent the I spent the money on that one. I spent a lot of time in that chair. I wanted a nice chair. Uh, Curtis replied to us for the fun activity that I tweeted out about fake rumors. Here's a good one that came out this week. He heard the Rocksteady game from the DC Universe may be an Xbox Series X exclusive, and the game might be a Batman or Superman. <laughs> I have heard all of those rumors, and they're all full of shit. That's a good chair, too. Although, I don't know if I could poop while playing. Did you poop while you were playing? All I knew is when you were describing it, all I could think of was talking about the chair he made that was also a toilet. (laughs) I mean, I do bring my Switch to the bathroom sometimes. (laughs) Do you? Of course I do. I did that one time and I was like, I am not comfortable with this. Mm. (laughs) Doesn't bother me. I used to read all my instruction manuals back when they were a thing. I mean, reading is fine. Like, I have game informers on the, the base of my toilet. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm reading. I, I I'm reading through the. Um, if you haven't read it yet, the uh, history of PlayStation and the newest Game Informer. That is super fucking interesting. If you haven't read it, I have not read a gaming magazine since probably 2010. It's probably on their website. I'm um, sure it is. But they do like a 25 year anniversary of the PlayStation, and they literally talk to all the people who were involved with the original the PS2, the PS3, the PS4, the PSP, the Vita. Like, and they they go through talking about the history of the system. It's it's super interesting. Um, so I'm reading through that. I just started on the PlayStation 2. I'm sorry, I don't spend 40 hours in the bathroom. So I only read like three or four paragraphs at a time. But um, super interesting story. But yeah, back to the rumor thing. Yeah, it's it's been crazy, and it's because news has been so slow. But I saw that Rocksteady uh, rumor floating around. As Anthony and I talked about before the show, that's already been debunked. Rocksteady's Buy not Rocksteady. Gonna, <laughs> Rocksteady's, well, Rocksteady's not going to just make an exclusive game, number one. Well, no. I'm not even talking about the, the, the Superman the, one. The Superman game thing was thrown out the window forever ago, but did you notice in that rumor, like, somebody tried to cover it up by saying that maybe it's not necessarily by Rocksteady, it's made by another team within WB? Uh, stop Stop trying to undig the hole you dig. <laughs> Fucking shit. Yeah. Hey, everybody, Mother 3, definitely coming to the Wii U, 3DS, Switch... I'll tell you Metroid one. Metroid Prime Trilogy is definitely coming to the Switch. Now. I'm going to tell you one that people uh, are really, they're really going to be upset when this doesn't happen is that rumor floating around about the PS5 playing every generation of PlayStation. Yep, you can forget okay. that. I just didn't. I, there's my no father, way. My father has been being like, have you heard? What? About the PS5. It's backwards compatible with everything. No. It just, yeah, it's yeah. and I'm like, happen. no, the, it's backwards compatible with PS4, that's for sure. Mark Cerny came out and said so, and he's in charge of the design. Everything else is just rumor. I just I, I just don't see that you could get 100% backwards compatibility. Now, I would not be shocked if they let you play the digital games that are currently available 
like um you know how there are PS1 classics on the PS3? I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if you could play those. That that's but that but that's where my that would be where mine like where my assumption would end. Only yeah, because no. it's easy to emulate a PS1. It just is. It is, but I can't see. Here's here's my thing, and here's why Xbox backwards compatibility is the way it is. There's no way that you could just make a system that it's that it's going to play because there are some games on the PS1. Those publishers don't even exist anymore. So it is illegal for a new system to play that disc. No. Because yes, it, 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 it wouldn't. Well, Ken, that doesn't make any sense because if that's the case, there was publishers that didn't exist when the PS3 came out, and the PS3 could play PS1 and PS2. Because PS3 it had the hardware play, in it, and they made a no, license. No, but the PS, the PS3, the at first had hardware in it. By the end of the PS3's life cycle, it didn't. Ha- All the PS1 is emulated, and PS2 no longer existed. By the first revision uh, of the PS3, where um, oh God, I want to say they took out USB ports and stuff in it. It was all emulation based. You can you can't sell the games. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's different. But I'm saying like the disc could be played on a new console. That's not an issue. There's nothing illegal with that. But they couldn't make like an emulator work directly with that game like the Xbox. But let's say as a business, is it really worth the time and effort to? Put no, it in not there? at all. Uh, even if, if you're not going like, to make any money off of it, th- that and then even if you're, even if they were like all backwards compatible, really the only way that's going to work 100% is if they put all the hardware in. And there's no way they're putting in all the hardware of the PS3. Well, that's that's the thing. That that right there is the that right there is like, the biggest caveat that kills this rumor for me is nobody's going to emulate the PS3. No, it's just not. It's just not going to happen. That thing is a is a mess. It was a mess for developers. There, I, if anybody believes that that's possible, they should look up Red Dead Redemption, the PS3 version, and see how it's running right now currently in the emulator. It's a big step. And listen, I'm not I'm not shitting on the people that make the the, the work on the emulation for the PS3 on PC, but uh, I think Red Dead Redemption was running at sub twenty frames. And that's that's an achievement because of how hard it is to get games running. Now there are other games running better because it just they aren't as resource intensive and stuff. But like, it's not it's not an easy situation. Like the, again, the PS One, it's your phone can emulate PS One games at this point. But I just I don't get it. I don't understand why people think it's going to happen. Like it's going to be some big easy thing. Do you want like people are mocking the Xbox One? Sorry, Xbox Series X for looking like it's going to be big. Do you know how big the PS4 or PS5 would have to be to play everything? Have you seen the PS5? No, no one has. <laughs> no, the internet has Anthony. I don't know. Oh, if you've been fucking! Yeah, on the all, internet. all of them look different. How are? How is? <laughs> it looks like a Rubik's cube if it was like turned cockeyed. They say cockeyed that, Rubik's but, cube, but but. but like, there's no proof of that actually being the thing. Remember that it's on the internet is proof. Fucking, just hate everything it. on the internet is proof. We don't make money talking off this shit. That's the only thing that I I can say is we don't make money, and we're not even trying to sell the rumors. But like, look at all those people like with their surprised face in the corner of their YouTube videos, and with big yellow or bolded text that says 
PS5 leak? Question mark? <laughs> Million hits. Oh, Jesus Don't make Christ. fun of Drew's YouTube channel. Oh, Drew doesn't have time to do a YouTube channel. Let's not kid <laughs> no, ourselves. No, I don't. <laughs> There's a most dejected response. What was, what was the ad for the PlayStation 3 that it was like a spoof on like the PlayStation 6 or something like that? Oh, the PlayStation, the PS9 with the baby. PS9, yeah, with yeah. the baby, yeah. That thing is cre- that thing is still creepy. I think that somebody did a story on the guy that directed that video recently. Seems like a David Lynch shot. Yeah, like the baby with the black goo coming out or whatever. And that was like you think about PlayStation's marketing, nothing has been as good as the, the original PlayStation with the you are not ready, the crash bandicoot going to Nintendo headquarters. Like that stuff was brilliant. That was still during the peak. We're going to bash on the other, the other consoles. People. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, and it's. I still that Crash Bandicoot ad is still the best video game ad ever made. Which, which one is that? The one where he shows up at uh, Nintendo headquarters Nintendo with a megaphone. I, I liked the. Uh, although it was a game release, uh, their marketing at one point was ingenious for a very short period of time. They had, like, there was that, and then. Uh, they had the Ratchet and Clank ads where they were testing out the weapons, like the decoy glove where they push the tractor onto the street. And the tractor gets hit and the mother runs out thinking her kids have just been killed. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, um, I don't, the, the, I don't Kevin, remember. The Kevin Butler ads. I mean, those were okay. Those but they were, were they were, they were, they had me engaged just because they were well written. Right, and they weren't so weird like the PlayStation Two ad for PS Nine and stuff. But um, I don't know. Just ads nowadays are so stale, and I guess maybe because they know that people are engaging with their stuff. But it's just nothing <sighs> screams like "Wow, this ad!" I mean, we got the Super Bowl coming up. It's gonna be some good. Yeah, you're. Yeah, maybe uh, uh, the last one I remember that was like really impactful. The the Pokemon. I want to say for Pokemon Go. I usually like game. the Doritos ads. Those are usually the best ones for me. I'm talking specifically video games, but oh, video game ads are terrible. I hate all of them. I I don't find them interesting anymore. Like, it's good to advertise, but I need something that that sticks. Something that I remember. And I will never forget the guy screaming, you are not ready. Ready 9th of September. Like, that stuff just stuck in my head. Like, it made you go, yeah, I want a motherfucking PlayStation. I still remember the Glover ads. <sighs> so. Alright. Uh, Dustin says, Mobius Final Fantasy is shutting down June 30th of this year, which is a bummer, since that's one of the very few mobile games I would play on occasion. I don't know anything about mobile Final Fantasy. Oh, that's the uh, that's the 3D one. They're selling that on PC as well. Mm. That's kind of odd. That of all the ones that they could be shutting down instead of one of the very... I mean, they're still putting out DLC characters for Dissidia on the oh. PS4, which is hilarious doing to me. They're a Dissidia mobile game as well. They're doing it a Dissidia service. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. None of us here like that game, right? No, that's a bad video game. Okay, that's what I thought. 
I've never I tried, understood the appeal. I wanted to like it. I really did. I tried to like it on PS4, and I'm just like, this plays like garbage. Ugh. That whole series doesn't play. The fact that you have to unlock the cutscenes to the story mode through loot boxes. Fuck you. Really? He also says, I imported my first Japanese game, Itadaki Street, which is a long-running series. It's basically Monopoly with stock markets. Only one came west. It was called Fortune Street on the Wii, one of my wife's favorite games, so I had to get the newest iteration, and we're loving it. Okay. I, I don't know. I bought my. You know what my first Japanese game was? You want to take a guess? Metal Gear Solid. No, no. Tenchu uh, Stealth Assassins. Tenchu Stealth Assassins, oh, baby. Shit. That's what I was thinking. It was either that or Metal Gear. It wasn't called Tenchu, though. It was called something else. Hmm. I forget what it was called, but uh, yeah. I was working at a, a GameStop and I brought in the disc. He's like, Define you got to try Retribution. This game. Hmm. Was that was it called Divine Retribution? Oh no, it was in Japanese, but it wasn't called oh. Tenju. It was called something else. It was the very first. Um, and in Japan, it was published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. I'm just looking at like what it could possibly. Be. Yeah, the Dreamcast was actually the first system that I imported. My PlayStation um, importing was done through Mod Chip. Uh, but I bought a, drap- a Japanese Dreamcast uh, the fall of 98 when it came out in Japan. I think I might know then. Is it Shinobi Gaisen? It might have been. Or Shinobi Hay- Hayakusen? It was whatever two. the very first Tenchu game was on PlayStation. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably Shinobi Gaisen. I was amazed at that game at the time. I was like, wow. game is amazing. I remember trying to get a hold of a copy of Sin and Punishment for the N64. It was very hard to get a hold of. And with the Dreamcast, I just everything was Japanese. In fact, I still have all of those discs. I have the special collector's edition of, of Resident Evil Code Veronica, Sega GT, Shinmu, Sonic Adventure, um, Pen Pen Triathlon, Power Stone 1 and 2, Marvel vs. Capcom, Soul Calibur. Like, all of my versions of those games are Japanese. So. And the nice part is, is like the Sega Saturn, unless it's an RPG in most of the game, there's no issue. Like all the fighting games are easy to play. Yeah, the menus were in Japanese, but they were pretty easy to navigate. Do you know the guys that, that made um, Tenchu apparently helped make Octopath Traveler? I mean, I'm sure it's some of the same developers. If you no, remember, it's, From it's... Software made a Tenchu game. Acquire, yeah, uh, and they were partial developers with Square Enix on Octopath Traveler. I think Acquire is one of those like for hire studios in Japan that just work on everything. Hmm. Um, but I do know From Software made a Tenchu game for the Xbox 360. Look at that, which is crazy when you think about it. Tenchu is. It's eventually what Sekiro. Is that right? what you're talking about, right? Yeah, Tenchu Z was from software. Because I also know they made, um, God, what was it? Ninja Blade. Yeah, That's Ninja right. Blade. That game was goofy as shit. Xbox exclusive. That is so weird that From Software used to make Xbox exclusive games, right? Yeah. That's crazy. 
The Xbox 360 was a different time, man. It really was. Um, the last tweet I have is from Curtis, once again, st- talking about the Street Fighter V Championship Edition coming to the Nintendo Switch. That's true, right? No. No. In fact, Ono tweeted about it. He's like, ooh, where can I get this version? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Street Fighter V, I think, is finally done in like three weeks. What do you mean, finally done? The finished, the final version, the last character. They have, they've added in all the content that should have been there. Yeah, like the Championship Edition apparently has everything, and the last character is on Team, they have not. Who they uh, it's Seth. Oh, it's actually a female Seth. Oh, okay. So they changed. They changed to Seth's gender. Is it still named Seth? Yeah, and I, I think one of the costume, like the classic costume, is male Seth. Okay. So there you go. There's your Street Fighter. Which, by the way, that Championship Edition pack is like the biggest middle finger to people who've been playing that game since day one. Because it's $25, right, if you own the game. It has every single costume. Those costume packs were like $15 to $20 a piece, and there's like 20 of them. Wow. So everybody who bought them as they came out, it has every character. It has every stage. (laughs) And it's $40 if you buy it without the game. 25 if you upgrade to it. If you already own the game. <laughs> the final middle finger from Capcom on Street Fighter V. Remember when they released a new Marvel vs. Capcom 3 six months after the first one came out? Oh, oh, I remember that. And that's the only way you could get all the new stuff? It wasn't even DLC? No. You had to buy a new buy game? A brand new game. Six months. I mean, obviously, Drew. Remember, remember, remember Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? <laughs> that poor game. You know, that game plays really good. It really does. You know what game plays really great? Hmm. Uh, Street Fighter across Tekken. That game does play pretty good. That game played fantastically, it's... and it died within three months. That's because the gym system was fucking terrible. It was terrible. I don't know why they even added that in there. Because <sighs> they wanted to sell you the gyms, Drew. Yep. I remember I played that tons online. They like to do the like tag theme thing. It was me and White Hippo. Yeah, and we, I mean. We had, we had it down, man. We were like wrecking people. I was Rakuma. Was, he was Nina. That game was so good. Man. Fighting games used to be good, yo. Yep. Nah, they're still good. Mortal Kombat 11 is good. Samurai Showdown's good. I could never get into those games. See, Street Fighter was my game. And I got Street Fighter. Street Fighter's gone to shit. I mean, Street Fighter 5 plays fine, but God, it is a mess. I got, like, like, Street Fighter 5 left such a bad taste in my mouth from that launch and then, like, four or five months after it released. And I was just like, I'm never going back to this. I mean, do you know how much Capcom wishes that they hadn't made a deal with Sony for that game? Not only could they have put it on Xbox, which it would have sold, but imagine if they could have put it out on Switch right now. Yeah. In the final version. Like, if that Championship Edition was was real for the Switch, that thing would sell like a motherfucking gangbuster. Mm-hmm. But they can't do it. Mm-mm. That's what exclusive deals will get you, man. 
Remember how everybody forgot about Rise of the Tomb Raider when it came out for PlayStation 4? Because it was a year after the Xbox version? Mm -hmm. Exclusive deals do not do anybody any good. Exclusive to Xbox One, and if you want, 360. Yeah, and then the PC version will be out in March, but the PS4 version, the one everybody wants, that won't be out till November of 20-whatever. That was a mistake, because then the next next game didn't sell as well. Nope. Exclusive deals are bad. Stop doing them. Yeah. Street Fighter 6 should be on everything. But man, if you listen to those fanboys. Unless unless the company is legitimately pouring money into development and not just buying it afterwards. Like, yeah, Bayon- um, Bayonetta is a good example. Bayonetta, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, Nintendo, Nintendo funded that game. Yeah. Like they have to have Sega in because it's still Sega's IP, but like it, Nintendo paid for that game. Yeah. yeah. If that game was never going to be made without Nintendo's money, that's a different story. But Rise of the Tomb Raider, Street Fighter V, those games, games would have been made. Yeah, and that's the issue with the Epic Game Store. Like, just stop it. St- just, do you want to sell your game or not? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I guess think... I'm not as I'm not as bully on the the Epic Game Store thing. No, because but I'm, I mean, I'm like, it's, I don't have to buy a new system to. You're right, to but buy it's just it, it's it's still a just a. It's stupid. Is what, what benefit stupid, does yeah. it really have to in the long run to cut off people from buying your game? Yeah, it doesn't. And, and a lot and, of that stuff kind of died off, though, right? Sorry, eh, I, I just mean, think I people got tired exclusives. of talking. Well, I think people no. just got tired of talking about I it. I think I think also that like I don't I haven't heard about anything coming exclusively to the Epic Game Store in a while. That's just because nobody's making a fuss about it anymore. It's still no, happening. I mean like legit, like yeah, but smaller stuff. And I haven't heard of this. Been if it's coming to the Epic Game Store, let me put it this way: it hasn't been shown on steam for months you know yeah i don't i don't i don't keep up with pc games i just know like for example if you if you've been hearing people talk about the outer wilds this year and you wanted to go buy it you can only buy it on the epic game store right not on steam yep well i mean like you know even console exclusive stuff i mean it's not it's not that predominant now right no, I, I haven't. I mean, you'll get indie games that only come out on Switch because that's where they're selling right now. But sure. eventually, they'll make their way to PS4 or Xbox or PC or whatever. But like, and in that know. in that in that scenario, though, like with indie stuff, it's I'm sure there's testing involved, right? And it's like, do you pour your money into getting like do you, do you go almost broke by you know getting it tested for all consoles and ported to all consoles simultaneously, or do you do them one at a time? Right, and if the order is Switch is going to sell you more, then why would you start with Xbox? Like Xbox I, I is going really, to generally be your niche market. Really, I would really be shocked if if Switch is doing great for indies because if you've ever been on that store, yeah, there's like a eighty dump. cents. Yeah, well, there's like a dump of. Well, indies there was the race to the bottom. Days. The race to the bottom where you do the eighty cents or a cent or whatever for your game for say twenty four hours. It sells a lot, bunch of copies, and then you raise the price back up, so it's at the top of the seller's chart. Like that, if that's a thing that you have to do to be successful, was it really worth it? I, I don't, I don't fully understand it myself. Like I don't, I don't get it. I wouldn't want to be making a game that didn't have a massive budget right now because if, unless it's just so good that everybody's talking about it, nobody's going to see that game. Yeah. Like. 
there are so many games. Like that 1980X game that I just played this weekend, apparently that's been out on PS4 for like six months. I've, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, and I, I had not heard about it much at all until it hit Switch. And then they, it's because the guy that makes the game, I follow on Twitter, and he's like, hey, it's out on Switch this week. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. I forgot about that game. <laughs> like, shit gets buried so fast. Yeah. It's just, man, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I mean, they got to be making some money, right? They're still making know, a game. Do you, are, or are they just breaking even? Right? I mean, like, you can't live breaking even. You're right, but like, it, it's just, it seems like a terrible gamble to get into game development. Yeah, I don't want to. It, I say the same thing about getting into games journalism. I mean, have you seen how many people like change jobs every six months because they can't keep a job? Yeah. No, thank you, man. No, thank you. <laughs> and being a freelancer is even a bigger joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like, where's your next paycheck going to come? Would from? you like all the stress, but none of the benefits? <laughs> Not only that, but freelancing might be. You for have you. to. A lot of times, they have to chase down the guy to pay him. Yeah, like a lot of times they won't pay him on time. Yeah, I've seen so many horror stories of that. Oh, I know several people personally that didn't get paid for months. Could you imagine if you're the place where you worked didn't pay you for months? I mean, no way, dude. No fucking way. <laughs> I keep my. Day I mean, job. it's getting it's getting yeah. to the point where independent publishers aren't paying indie devs. You know, and then I don't know the whole the whole thing. It's depressing to watch like the YouTuber make a bunch of money off of a game. Although it's kind of changed now to some extent, where it's you're only making money if you're playing the most popular thing. And it's just yeah. like for a while there, it was all these independent games. You know, the YouTuber's making all the money. The dev isn't. You know, the dev gets some returns, but not a lot. Yeah. Like it, it, it just how depressing that this person that plays your game and has, and, and maybe this is just me sounding like an old grumpy old piece of shit. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't see the benefit in Twitch or or YouTube in like the sense that people that just play stuff get paid while the person that makes the game doesn't. There's something weird about that. I. Uh. I'm glad that I have a job that has stability and that I just do this for fun. I'm glad I never tried because I, I thought about it for a while to pursue this things kind of like a real thing. And now seeing the inconsistency of it, I'm, I think I made the right choice. But anyway, that is the show for this week. If you'd like to tweet at us today for G podcasts, if you do want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Anthony is at NTRSKT. Drew, what is your new Twitter handle? At Drew Leachman. That's right, because DML Fury is dead. He is dead, officially. Dead. Twitter sent me something today saying, we can't tell if this is you or not. It's a picture of Drew. <laughs> That's the best part. It's a picture of Drew. And Welcome to the future, You can't Drew. tell if this is you. How, why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I've I've been on Twitter since 2008. <laughs> and 
the legit, I used the exact same picture. And I, my name, you can look at my name in my email, and it's my name. I mean, there's a lot of people out there it's who like, want to be you, Drew. So It's like handing your ID to the bouncer at, <laughs> at the bar. He looks at it. It's definitely you. And he goes, I don't see it. <laughs> yep, no, get out of here. All I guess is fake. So, yeah, that, that account that's been there since 2008 <laughs> is dead. I mean, well, it's not dead. It's just floating in the ether. You have no access to it, so I have no access. All I have to do is reset my password, and they won't let them. Reset and the they password. won't let me do it. They send me a link. I click on it. it. Says your password has already been reset, and I'm stuck at zero again. Nice, nice. Welcome to the future, baby. Yeah, Twitter is a fucking joke, and yet we all still use it on a daily basis. I've been I, yeah. questioning getting off of it. I real with all the stupid rumors. I really just. That among other things, just that amongst political stuff. Oh, well, it's only going to get worse over the next ten months. Yeah, I know, I know. I just like, I, like, I, it's it's actually a blessing in disguise because I like. There's a lot of people that I followed on Twitter. Like, I had like 700 followers, or I had 700. I followed 700 people. Your now list I'm following is now 100. Clean. I'm yeah, following 100 and something. The people that I actually interacted with the most. And if you, hey. If if you're listening to this and I'm not following you on Twitter, please follow me back. If you follow me, I will know, hey, I forgot about you. I'm sorry. It's not like I'm forgetting you. Or otherwise, fuck you. Get out of my face. I was going to say, we, yeah. <laughs> yes, I was thinking, it was like, if I'm not following you, fuck off. Fuck off. I'll get out of my feet. I don't like you. That's uh, that's not me at all. <laughs> I know. I'm just having fun. I know. I, like, I, I, tried to, I tried to remember as many people as I did. And followed them, but well, I mean, you I, could just go to your old account, look at everybody that he follows. That's true. I could do that. <laughs> you saying it's another person? This is another person. Remember your past Drew self? and imposter Drew. Yep. Oh shit! Who's the real imposter here? No, we don't know. Mm. Um, you can follow me at ZTGD and, and the site is ZTGD content. Uh, as Drew mentioned earlier, Phoenix Down, The Witcher Three. Next episode will be recorded next Friday. Yes, Friday night. So it will there will not be an episode this Friday morning. Okay. So I will probably have to release it l- um, later. Next I know, week. I know. Anthony is out next week. I think Drew, you're probably out next week. Um, there may not be a show next week, and next week's the Super Bowl. Why do you say I'm out next week? Because you're usually out. I just assumed. I have to. I figured I got wow. like an eighty percent chance. Why you? <laughs> God. <laughs> I bust my ass to get here. And that's how you treat me. Finish off his cornflake so he can get here on time. I mean, if you're going to be here next week, I'll do a show with you. Let me tell you something, man. My wife made a bounty this morning. You didn't bring me none. Well, it'll be real cold by the time I get there. (laughs) Well, if you want to do a show next week, I need to know before 11.45 a.m. I will let you know. Okay. By the way, we have not done this. We have to do it. We do it every year. Who are you taking to the friggin' Super Bowl? Who are you taking to the friggin' Super Bowl? I'm rooting for the 49ers. I'm going for a tease. I know. I just I I I want I didn't want either team in. <laughs> but at least it's not the Patriots. It's not the Patriots, and it hasn't not been the Patriots since week one of the playoffs, which is great. Yeah. Um but I really wanted to see Seattle or Green Bay because I know those guys are getting up in age. I'd like seeing Rogers get another bowl. I am happy that it is two new kids playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's nice. 
but I cannot stand the arrogance of the Kansas City Chiefs who have not won a Super Bowl in 50 years. Yeah. So I hope they get throttled on Sunday. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway. But I mean, if we want to do a show next week, we can do a show next week. and I'll let you know if I'm available. Yes. Because I know Anthony is out. And he's, a lot of times it's just me and him. He's going to the freaking Super Bowl. He's going to the freaking Super Bowl. No, A, I have no interest in football, and B, I definitely don't have money for tickets to the Super Bowl. I mean, you got to go. You got to go all the way to Miami this year. It's down in Miami, Florida. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it for this week. Unless anybody has anything else, I'll say peace, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.